You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. It's about to be a jovial 60 minutes, my dude. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places. And you hear right now, right now, what you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all when the dynasty, but does she like me? Feel like a plumber sleeping. Now that's a pipe dream for the right fee. I might be entitled to the title, be on top like the cherry of an ice cream. Sunday, Sundays, that's the one day I can come play, come play, never complain. Cause I know the boys gon' drop a pod, prop up my squad so I can talk a lot. But here we go again, it's a new year. Rookies flowing in, it's some new tears. Who here to do fear? Bounce bells off of their chest like boutonnieres. It's a new year. Happy hour, yeah, yeah Let me ask you this, are you trying to get picks? Are you trying to get rich? Are you trying to get ships? Then you're trying to get this And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all the places And you hear right now, right now What you gonna hear right now? Of all the places, of all Here we are. It's playoff week. We're Dynasty Happy Hour. I'm not in the best of moods. It's been a weird fantasy week. We're here to talk about it. I'm a little salty. When does um, a weird week become just a normal happen. week? Because it's <laughs> always been weird this year. I, I posted that. I said, when does the abnormal just become normal? Because it 2022, been... hopefully, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a year. Yeah, we're going to get the Decepticon variant in like 2022 in like September. And, you know, we're going to have like the Megatrons and the Starscream variants. And then we're going to have games like shuffled around and people on COVID lists still for the third year in a row. Yeah. Anywho. All right. Yeah. Uh, So I'm not in the, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm winning in some leagues and I'm happy about that. But the leagues that I really want to win. It's going to be a coin flip. As of we're recording this, there's still four and a half games left. So anything can happen. I realize that it's fantasy football. Um, so you know what? I'm trying to stay optimistic. But if I don't seem the cheerful, bright host that I normally am, I'm just going through some things. And I'll be okay. I just want everyone to know that. Um, it's just fantasy football. Things are out of my control. I didn't make too many bad lineup. Uh, I actually put Tyler Huntley in a lineup when Lamar was out. Because I have Baker on Tuesday, and I'm like, you know what? Let me just put Huntley in, and he popped off for 40 points. Let me Let's start go. with that. I yes. posted. I I asked, is Tyler Huntley a starter in 2022? I think he's personally shown enough to where if Baltimore wanted to get something out of him, they could. So 
My or question. they just keep him as a high-end backup to Lamar, who's been getting a little ding and dong. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that is true. But <laughs> the answer on Twitter was 144 votes within an hour. Uh, 35 say yes, 35%, and 65% says no. So uh, I think the last two weeks, I mean, based on their, their the way that they've schemed, it's been pretty much Marquise Brown and Andrews today. And then, you know, Bateman had a nice game last week. I mean, he's kind of like a modified. The way that they have him playing is almost like a game manager type role, but he's finding open receivers. He's scrambling successfully when he needs to. Like, he looks like Jalen Hurts. He but, looks um... like he's been doing it for a while <laughs> and he doesn't have a lot of experience. So I'm I can sorry, see but him. I've seen more from him than Jalen Hurts. Personally. He's more accurate than Hurts. Exactly. He's so. so what I think Greg Roman did was he he took out his old playbooks and he dusted off 2004 Ooh. when he had when he had Vic and all them and was like, hey, LG Crumpler, Michael Vic, we're just going to run these plays. That's why Andrews is getting a ton. And then Hollywood. Brian is getting, Finneran. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood's the Brian Finneran, except like three feet shorter. And 10 times faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, say what you will about Tyler Huntley. He's doing Great well. Name. He played well in the past two weeks. But he's an exclusive rights free agent. And no way with only a contract of $780,000 is the Baltimore Ravens going to let him walk. They'll put he's a, 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 on him. a mirror image. Exactly what you want when with, to back up Lamar. He can play the system. He can, he can mimic the actions of Lamar Jackson. So I don't see him going anywhere despite, and, um, you know, the talks on social media. And yeah. And here's the thing, like the last two weeks, uh, Huntley has looked way better than Lamar's looked over the last month. So yeah. sorry, not sorry. I mean, I know Lamar's a former MVP, but they look, that offense looks lost in the last yeah. month. And we'll talk about it a little bit further as we get to that game. Um, but Hey, you know, it's, it's Christmas week officially. So boys, happy holidays, happy holidays. Um, is everyone caught up on their shopping? Where are you at for wrapping? Like what's going on? Tyler, are you, are you got a Christmas tree behind you? So you're obviously I had a Christmas festive. tree. I've got my wife's gift right next to me. Just oh, came yeah. in today. Is that uh, what that yeah. buzzing is? Yes. And yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it can do that, but <laughs> it's not that. Oh. But yeah, I uh, I'm hearing different patterns. What's going we on? are all mm-hmm. we're all caught up. And yeah, Christmas is around the corner. Uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. And hey, after Christmas, it just means we are full time. We are back at the grind. We are hitting 2022. We're getting a bunch of declares coming out. Kenneth Walker, the it's Michigan State running back. Who uh, Hall I, just declared I too. love. I love Kenneth Walker. Is it Brees he, Hall? Bryce Bre- Hall? Brees? Brees or Bryce? Brisa, I think that, Brisa Bryce. I think that's going to be the argument in this offseason. You know that's going to be gonna Bryce. Bryce Bryce. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really fun. There's already arguments about who's wide receiver one. Is it Drake London? Is it Tri- Trey Burks? Is it you know the the Ohio State guys? It's going to be a fun discussion. And after it's all said and done. It's not going to matter because we're not going to know anything. It's I can't all wait. I wrong. can't wait for the people that are say like the 2022 class sucks, and then all of a sudden it's great. So because that oh, happens every year, <laughs> kind of like how, uh, I mean the common theme I saw oh, this on Twitter lately. Things, and then all of a sudden people are wanting early second round picks because of you know the 
the combine or the come and get shakes out. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, <laughs> the the victory laps I've been seeing are just like, okay, we're at week 15. It's like, hey, I was on Jonathan Taylor. It's like, just back off. Like, <laughs> we're at the point where you can't victory lap Jonathan Taylor. He's just that good. You can't. You Unless just... you hotly debated someone about CEH versus Taylor, like I did with my brother-in-law, and he's just been ethered. Like, he is just dust at yeah, this point. that's true. Yeah. I mean, thank God I hopped on Swift's back, but, <laughs> I mean, that's not looking I great mean, right now. You may have rode him too much already because uh, he's not seeing the field anytime yeah, soon. his knees maybe, got maybe, bad. Maybe next week I need him back. He's got those Zion knees, you know, all that weight on those knees and ankles or whatever it is. It's true. He's not meant to carry that burden. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. All right, James, how's things going for a holiday prep season in your in your crib? Ready to go. Uh, hit North Jersey. You know, we got to go up to North Jersey to see some of the family. Got to go up to the outlets names. and hit the discounts. Won't mention any names, but we saw some family yesterday. So you buying anything out of a trunk of a car for old, Christmas? The old GSP. Uh, <laughs> no, everything's going great. Uh, I have a bunch of toys with my uh, new son, and I do not know where the heck we are going to put them. Because that was only Christmas part one. It's a problem. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. He's gonna. I know he's gonna take over the man cave at one point. But uh, oh, he's not getting in this cubicle. No I'm not way. Turn the camera this way. I'm not doing it because it is all toys. We we built our kids a playroom. Do you think that they play in that playroom? No, they no. bring everything out into the man cave and jump in front of the TV and annoy me. I, I want to buy them matching straight jackets for Christmas. I don't know if that's, that's a wonderful idea. You should find a store and let us know. That'd be great. Yeah, just or do just like duct the tape them to the wall like the with like a and, Capri and Sun. Staple it. You know, I mean, at least shut. you're feeding them and, and giving them drinks. I'm keeping them warm. There's there's heat down yeah. there. So just don't call CPS. <laughs> Things are going well over here. I've finished wrapping. Uh, I got a couple gifts coming in the you mail. Got a new album? Yeah. It's uh, DJ Easy E. <laughs> That's West so Coast true. style. Um, yeah, it's great. And, you know, F the police and whatnot. But it, it's like not the police, though, because they already have enough hatred. So I got to find another group to attack. The color. Like, you're I gotta not be a big trendy. fan of blue uniforms. You're, you would wish they went to like a different color of blue. Maybe. I'm going to say like, uh, what can I, what, what kind of line of work can I attack that no one else? Maybe like F the custodians. And like hey, Tyler. Hey, and hey, hey, I can hey. do like a guest track from Tyler. That's like a clap back. And we can what start would, a rivalry. Okay, so you would be an East beef, Coast rapper. Will. I would be a Midwest rapper. What, the, what would that no, sound I'm like? I'm a West Coast rap guy. Like, that's my thing. But I live on the, the East Coast, East. but I've always been a West Coast rap guy. I was doesn't hear, have any rappers. Minnesota. Really. I wonder if they do. Hey, how's it going? I'm over <laughs> here cooking my hot dish. Oh, look at all the snow <laughs> that I'm blowing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day, boys. All right, that was good. Already. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, we, we may be every missing other some week, games so. this week, but we do have stuff oh, to talk some about. Yeah, what, that I don't even want to talk about. We know Doug just wants to talk and try to like get away from it. Once we but, do every week, we'll be more on the rails. But yeah, I mean, we we don't do this that often, so we just like to let loose. It's Foot always loose. a fun time here on the Dynasty Hat. Yes, yes. All right, let's get into the games, the games, if you will. Thursday night, big matchup in the AFC West. A wild game. This game low-key kind of blew up until, I don't know, midway through the third quarter. And then it started to be a pinball machine. And then everyone's like, look at these fantasy points. It was like hitting 777 on a slot machine for fantasy points, especially if you're a Chiefs fan. Chiefs win this one 34 to 28. Travis Kelsey, a career high, 191 yards receiving on 10 receptions, two touchdowns. He gets the walk-off touchdown 
in overtime to end this game. Mahomes finally has a Mahomesian type game. He's low key been not great. He's he, I think he's been a QB one. He was like one time in like five or six weeks. Like it's been pretty bad for Mahomes, but he has over 400 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Tyreek Hill has a really nice game as well. Clyde Edwards Alaire, who we talked about earlier. He's just a guy. I don't care. Like he's just a guy to me. You can put any guy in that system. Hilaire is not it, but that's another debate for another day. Uh, and then for the Chargers, Keenan Allen has a nice game. Mike Williams disappoints. Austin Eckler gets you a touchdown to kind of save his day, but you could tell that they were not using him a ton because of his injury. But Justin Jackson looks really, really good. He's a free agent going into next year. Um, do we see like Justin Jackson maybe coming back to the Chargers or is he going to go somewhere and maybe have that third down role um, consistently with another team? I know I thought that was interesting because I, I've always kind of liked Justin Jackson and I thought he looked really, really good in this game. I think the Kansas City defensive line just doesn't really. No Chris Jones. Yeah, no Chris isn't, Jones. Isn't really which, strong enough. Which makes uh, a huge difference. Yeah, and I want to back it up a little bit on this one because CEH, how much value has he lost this season? alone I, I think he's lost a round of value for sure I actually, I actually the beginning had someone... of this season we saw him or uh, mid to late first round pick for ceh and now he is averaging less than 3.5 yards per carry he only had what like nine fantasy points he's not doing it for us and daryl williams looks like the better running back i'm sorry and a lot of people spend a lot of draft capital on him, and I think you've missed your window on selling him. He may be a buy low coming into next season if things were to shake around a little bit. I want to give you my opinion on this. So in a chat group that I'm in with writers on TFFGurus.com, shameless plug, uh, someone asked CEH or a really late first-round pick in 2022. And I said I would take CEH, and here's why. Because the last two years, we've seen that late first round pick be Keyshawn Vaughn. And then this year, Trey Sermon. I would rather have Clyde edwards Solaire than a late first round running back, I think. Especially, I know this class, we'll see what the class shakes out. I'm not shitting on the 2022 class. But I would rather take Hilaire because I still think there might be some upside. If it's a, if it's the 112 in a 12-team league, I'd take Hilaire. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at with it. Just because the last two years, we've seen guys like Vaughn and Sermon get drafted there and be completely useless picks. CEH isn't completely useless, but that's in the realm of outcomes. If you're picking at the late first round and those great running backs, the Javonta Williams is the last one off the board. And then you're like, well, this guy's trending. Let me get him. And then, so I would, I would do CEH for a late first in 2022. That's kind of where I'm at. Fair enough. Tyler, what do you think about that? I mean, I actually just traded CEH before the Urban Meyer news, and I got Travis Etienne straight up for him, and that's where I'm at with it. I mean, if I'm if I'm going to give a late first for a running back, I would rather give one that I have not seen to a team that is going to have upside. yeah, with some upside, a team that's going to be look completely different. Hey, Urban was going to use him as a wide receiver. That's all fine and dandy, but when you are the college, <laughs> an idiot. when you're the college leading rusher like when you're that talented and like you're that well known for years and years and how good of a runner you are and you're switching to wide receiver, that made no sense to me. Uh, so I'm hoping that the next coaching staff that comes in says, Hey, we've got this super talented runner that has fresh tires and we can do this thunder and lightning thing. That would be that, a nice one punch with Robinson. Like, like I, I could see a Zeke and Tony Pollard type style. Like 
uh, a perfect comp. Except Robinson being good. I mean, a perfect comp Which for bad uh, in that situation. Then? Zeke's bad. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the Pollard, he's not as shifty. He's got some, you know, one, some jump cuts, but that's exactly what Etienne is. He's kind of just a, he's a got the find, extra oomph. You find a hole, get that oomph and you're, and you're gone. And that's mm-hmm. what Tony Pollard did. So I would rather get the Etienne side. And I mean, that's uh, I mean, there's going to be tons of running backs that you can go buy for, we're on the same price as CH, like a Dobbins or Acres, that I'd rather go for. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. And, and the other thing was, uh, welcome back, Travis Kelsey, because he had two absolute turd buckets of a game. Uh, he had like five points in the previous two weeks in each game, and then he absolutely popped off in this one and hopefully helped you win your league this week. Him and Mark Andrews in my Scott Fishbowl League Ooh. are going to hopefully carry me to the next round. Yeah, that would be, I, you know, my, my Scott Fishbowl, uh, I didn't make the playoffs. I missed it by six points with the next round, and I would have started Kelsey and Hunter Henry this week and had a ton of points, but it wasn't meant to be, and it's okay. All right, let's get into uh, some of these one o'clock games that happened on Sunday. The first one I want to touch on is the Bills versus the Lowly Panthers. Ugh, the Panthers are just hashtag bad. Um, and the bills, you know, they roll in this one, 31 to 14. The real story of this game from a fantasy perspective was Devin Singletary getting 22 carries Zach Moss friend of the show. Not really, uh, was a healthy scratch again. So it was Matt Breda. It was Devin Singletary, Singletary, 86 yards and a touchdown. And then Emmanuel Sanders was out and the DFS play waiver wire pickup of the week, which everyone was talking about was Gabriel Davis five for 85 and not one but two touchdowns. So he scored three weeks in a row. So we could see the writing on the wall for Gabe Davis. I like Gabriel Davis a He's lot. So going, good going forward. They don't need to re-sign Emmanuel Sanders. Just no. give the job to Gabe Davis and have him and him Diggs and Beasley be your top three guys along with my boy Dawson Knox. Josh Allen has a decent fantasy day, but for the Panthers, just Cam Newton is just not, he, he made up his fantasy points with his legs, which is okay. Um, but he can't do it through the air, and that affects everything yeah. in that Panthers offense right now. Hopefully Sam Darnold's back. I know they've um, designated him that to return. First time you've ever probably ever Wanted thought Sam of Darnold saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, just for if you own DJ Moore and you're you're making it further into the playoffs, you, you want to see Sam Darnold come another, back because it's just bad. Another player that's so good, DJ Moore, like he, the two-point conversion was an insane catch. And like he got in, then there's another catch that he had that was insane, but he's out of bounds. Like he is, in my opinion, Stefan Diggs, but he just doesn't have a good competent quarterback. And hopefully that will change if they get to Sean Watson, which I think is a great possibility the way I've seen things shape up or shape out. I, I mean, that would be a perfect fit for DJ Moore. We could see resurgence and Terrace Marshall, you know, everybody's wide receiver one or two in, in preseason. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this team could look completely different. And I mean, Chuba, as much as I liked him, he ain't it. That's uh, no. that was a pipe dream. Mir Abdullah. Hey, this is what we wanted seven years ago, right? I mean, this is what <laughs> yeah, we expected. It's the time he caught up, right? game for the lions. You know, he I went mean, in the third round and redraft that year. Goes to Christmas past. This is a whole Devontae Parker situation. Hey, it just took him a little longer than normal, but here we are. Amir yeah. Abdullah, he's uh he's a, he's gonna be one of those Giovanni Bernard type players that's gonna hang around a little bit. Hey, he could be a guy that ends up on the Patriots and takes that James White role randomly and becomes relevant because he he is a good player. 
but yeah, Panthers are are lost without a quarterback. And thank goodness they played in Buffalo where it was cold because Cam Newton was aiming for worms and was just murderer's row of worms. Yeah, he, he had one really nice pass that it was probably the most accurate pass that he's ever thrown. And we, we were watching it on Red Zone. I was like, that was actually a really nice pass. And it might have been that two-point conversion. Um, but yeah, it was. it's just not... Things, I mean, obviously, when the Panthers get McCaffrey back, the really the key is who's going to be their quarterback in 2020. And it'll um, probably be a rookie. I mean, they got a high pick. Uh, they do. Maybe Matt Rule doesn't survive, but I think they believe Matt Rule's the answer, and they're just a quarterback away. So I mean, the, the defense is pretty good. Yeah. You know, they get J.C. Horn back next year. It's really this offensive. It starts with the quarterback, and, you know, the Panthers could be one of those teams next year that they're in the playoff hunt. If they get the right quarterback, for if they them. if they say they draft draft an offensive lineman and go get, I mean they've got so much defensive line that they could trade one of them to sure. Houston to get Deshaun Watson, and I mean Give that could have, yeah him or hey Brian Burns in a first for Deshaun Watson. Ooh. I I don't want to move that, Brian Burns. That's my guy. I mean, as much as that would suck, Houston. Hey, I mean they look a little better than what we may have thought. Yeah, we'll get there. All right, let's go to the upset of the day. Um, Shocker City. First of all, DeAndre Hopkins is done for the regular season. He might be able to come back if they make the NFC Championship game. <laughs> okay, you just lost to the Lions. Just take, um, just take the pre uh, postseason off, will you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DeAndre Hopkins is done. Um, we were Kyler all thought he was also going on IR for the, for the regular <sighs> yeah. season. Yeah, so uh, we were all wondering how the targets would be split up amongst the Arizona Cardinals receivers and tight ends. Um, I don't know, but Antoine Wesley was getting targeted way more than I ever thought possible. Way in this too game. much. Way That's too much. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so the Lions win this one 30-12. to 12, And Good really the story oh. here, Jared Goff looked great. Um, yeah. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown, another Ooh. guy that people have been picking up in redraft because he's getting a lot of targets, and he paid off. Josh Reynolds, who, if you listen to the guru game guidance show. I said, pick him up and stash him before he starts to pop off. And he's been fairly reliable. He scored a touchdown in this. Did you lineup. know he's got a connection with Goff? That's all I heard on the broadcast. You know, good. Yes. A <laughs> mind meld. And I don't know who Craig Reynolds is or what hole he crawled out of, but 26 carries for 112 with Netflix? no DeAndre Swift, no Jamal Williams, Netflix. Still, yeah. still on the COVID-19 list. Craig Reynolds. I picked him up in a couple dynasty leagues for free, just for Coot, S and G's town college. Yeah, small school. Yeah, but they called the story him. He is, was watching Netflix. Yeah, he was watching Netflix. They're like, man, and... can you run the football? Cool. Yeah. Uh, I needed I needed Kyler Murray to have a big game in a league, and he totally let me down. But the good news is I was against him in a couple of leagues, so it's one of those like bittersweet, like, okay. Um, but yeah, Christian Kirk, who's going to be a free agent after this year, leads the team in targets with 12, has 9 for 94 and a touchdown. James, Con they didn't do anything on the ground in this game. Chase Edmonds came back. They activated him from IR. He looked okay. But just a, Arizona looks another one of those teams that, for whatever reason, this time of the year, they look just kind of lost. They've lost they, their mojo. They weren't ready to play this game. They did not come in ready to play this game. And Detroit has nothing to play for except to win and Who go out Arizona there and play next week. Do. Was this a trap game for them? I'm going to look. They need to win out the next. They, they need, need to win, win, win game. one game. Yeah. They play so the Colts next week. The Colts, trap game. Dallas, then Seattle. They have to win at least one of those games to, to clinch. Um, I don't know if they're going to do it. it. It seems that 
Kyler Murray would rather sit there and pout in the back of the offensive line. And we've had this conversation. He was throwing himself a pity party on the field once again when things aren't going right. It looks like he's forcing passes. He's like double coverage. Aaron Rodgers. He can't see over the, the offensive powder. line. He is not as mobile as he was year prior. Uh-uh. And and that is affecting his play. And his safety net of DeAndre Hopkins is gone. So the defense is keying in on other things. They are crashing. They crashed through that offensive line today. I did not, not see them play this bad all season long. Dan it, Campbell. It was terrible. Dan Campbell is a good coach. I'm going to say it right here. Like he is the, the typical players coach, but he's good at coaching. Like, I I don't know what it is, but these, like he, he needs like three more pieces for the lions to be like relevant for them to, to be decent in the NFC North. I mean, they've had so many close games to where they could be, I don't know, maybe the 12th pick in the draft instead of the second pick. Yeah. I Goff is is fine. I I think they will go defensive line because hey, I mean, they get a defensive line in the draft. They get a Cuda back next year. This defense could look completely different. And I mean, they didn't have Swift or Hawkinson, and that in in itself is saying a ton. Amara St. Brown is growing. Like this is what I wanted from him when I was like, Hey, he's a late second round rookie pick that I'm targeting yep. a lot. Yep. And this is what I expected. He's, he, he's not going to be the the big play guy, but Hey, he could like, he's got the athleticism and we saw it today. Uh, it looked like him and golf are on the same page. Now the lions, I mean, they're, they're a tough out. And if you don't come to play, this is what happens. My one takeaway from this game though, is Rondell Moore. Where, where'd he go? Like they were drawing up so many good plays in the preseason. They were using him well. And then they just, they just tossed it out the door. Like, Hey, he had that one big game. Yeah. Huge, huge game. Mm -hmm. And then they don't, they give him these screen passes. They don't, they don't use them outside of five yards from the line, which is crazy to me because he's so fast. They should use him. I know he's not as big and as tough as like a Debo Samuel, but they should use him like that. Like use him, take, give him some carries, give him some slants. I mean, he can catch the ball and go. Like he's great yards after contact. Really yeah, puzzling give, the usage with Ron. Give him Moore. some contested balls because hey, if he's going against a five nine corner and he's five seven, he's also got a 41, 42 inch vertical. So mm-hmm. pretty sure he can out jump the guy. Yeah. All right, let's keep it moving. I want to talk about the Dolphins, the red hot Miami Dolphins, the longest win streak in the NFL now. They're seven and seven. They uh, had a little bit of trouble in this one. Maybe it's because Jalen Waddle wasn't playing because he was on the COVID-19 list. They struggled a bit, and uh, the Jets were up early in this one. I think 17 to nothing or 13 to nothing. Zach Wilson started six for six for 62 yards. I was mind blown. I was like, okay. You're like, wait a minute. Slow down, soldier. That was the turning um, point of the game, correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he did have a rushing touchdown, but the Dolphins win this one 31 to 24. Tua starts off really slow. He did throw a couple of picks in this one. Um, the most unlikely person in the week, other than Craig Reynolds, Duke Duke Johnson. He was Off an RB1. Duke Johnson. He was an RB1 this week. Now, Miles Gaskin and Savan Ahmed just got activated off the COVID-19 list. Obviously, the, the reasoning that um uh, Brian Flores said is that Duke Johnson practiced with the team all week and he had faith in Duke Johnson. And Duke Johnson paid off, man. If you picked up Duke Johnson and you started him, I love the size of your onions. 
22 for 107 <laughs> and two touchdowns. And he added a 20 yard reception as well. Um, but this passing offense without Jalen Waddle in a good matchup against the Jets was a bit concerning. Would you say, James? Yeah, I would. Three turnovers for Tua in this matchup. Uh, missing Waddle indeed. One in, was it two, one interception and or no two interceptions two and picks. a fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was not looking good. And luckily enough, they were able to lean on the run game. And I. I'm really mad that this wasn't the Miles Gaskin game I was hoping for, especially in your fantasy playoffs in week 15, because uh, the production out of Duke Johnson, add that to Miles Gaskin, and Miles Gaskin is <laughs> probably the RB1 of the week. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a shame. Like Tua, we see this all the time. He comes in good, and then he, and then he looks bad in some games. And to look bad against the Jets, that's a little concerning for me. Um, it looked like he was lost without Jalen Watt on the field. And luckily he is coming back. So, yeah. And he adjusted in the second half. He looked better. Devonte Parker ends up with a touchdown on eight targets and he played pretty well on the Jets side. Like there was no fantasy relevant performances or anything. Michael Carter came back for the first time in a few weeks and did wait. He did. I didn't did. see. He, he was, <laughs> he was on, there. It was in on spirit. the field. It, it wasn't the defensive player. Michael Carter suited up oh, as the offensive Michael okay. Carter. It was, no. it, there was two of them. There was two um, Michael Carters. Yeah. I mean, the Jets, obviously, I think, you know, Neither going forward with no, with, yeah, with no Elijah Moore, <laughs> exactly. no Corey Davis on the, the season. The two rookie um, receivers for each team made a huge difference being out for both for both yeah. teams. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I do want to add uh, a couple things. Uh, Jalen Waddle being out and Tua struggling like this shows how good Jalen Waddle is mm-hmm. and how I still feel like he's still a little undervalued for his price, what it should be. So if I were you, I'd go out and try to buy. And Devontae Parker, I my love for Devontae Parker when he was a rookie came out a little bit today because I was watching. I'm like, he is so good at contested catches. Yep. He looks spry. Man, I'm I might go out and get some Devontae Parker in some leagues where I'm gonna start contending because what do you gotta pay? A second. A, a, a mid second? to late second. I, I mean, think in I think in peak draft season third. you can get him for an early third. Maybe, maybe yeah. in like a super flex. But I mean, he's always underrated. And if he he's usually around the the ten point mark for a floor, and for that I I'd I'd go out and buy because man, I was watching today and I'm like, this is what we wanted. When he came out as a rookie, he struggled. He, I, I, it was mainly just mental for him because he just didn't want to do the work. He just wanted the production. He expected the production to come. He didn't put in the work, and then finally, he did during contract season. And Two years ago, he had that yeah. awesome stretch at the end of the season. And he got, got paid. he got hurt. He got hurt a little bit last year, and then uh, hurt I mean, a little bit this year. Yeah, hurt a little bit this year. But when he plays, he, he's fun to watch. What's yeah. the what's the transition going to be for him with Waddle in year two? Now, we've seen the relationship grow over the course of this season. How much does that deflate Devontae Parker's value next season with Waddle gaining a year of experience with Tua? I think it goes down even more, and you might be able to get a late, pay a late third for him. No. Yeah, um, man. No, I don't think it's going to yeah. be that bad. Yeah, no. I mean, we got I mean, three, Waddle. We got we've two, seen him and Waddle together. Still. We've seen him and Waddle together. Parker still gets five catches. They can coexist for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Waddle is just going to siphon all these targets off of Parker. 
Exactly. He'll siphon some, like maybe one or two, but T- Parker's but still going to get seven, eight targets a game I think the issue comes, when they're rolling. The issue will come is who is the running back? And is the running mm. back a workhorse? Is there running back a bell cow? That's where the issue will probably come. Yeah, and that this team could obviously use a running back that has... I mean, well, hey, they got the bell called Duke set. Johnson, which we all yeah, yeah. wanted for for seven years. Another Amir Abdullah situation. Yeah. The University <laughs> of Miami's all-time leading go rusher. After Marlon Mack. I, I really thought they were a team that were going to go after Marlon Mack. All right, let's move on to the Cowboys versus the lowly New York Giants. The big news injury-wise for this one for the Giants, Sterling Shepard, no contact, confirmed. He has torn his Achilles. You hate to see it, obviously, especially at the end of the season because he's not really going to have – I mean, he may be able to get back before the season. Um, tough day for the Giants offense in general. You know, Mike Glennon started through three picks. They brought in Jake Fromm. Devontae Booker, I don't know what it is about Booker, but he's had some juice this year. Um, Barkley had the one of the craziest catches I've ever seen um, out of the backfield. He literally, like, reached around his back, caught the ball at, like, the tip of the ball, and then, like, flipped he's, it around and ran. It was so good. He's so good. It was insane. Um, you know, Barkley, I saw Tyler, you just traded – yeah. Or Saquon Barkley, right? Um, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, perfect. So you just traded for Barkley. Um, I saw that deal, and I was like, okay. Um, but this Giants offense just is dysfunctional right now. For the Dallas Cowboys, it's not like their offense is super functional either. Dak Prescott now has, what, eight touchdown passes in the last seven games? Like, hell, Dakota, where are you, buddy? Like, this offense was supposed to be awesome, and you've got – you know, CD Lamb with 50 yards receiving, Gallup with 32. If you started Amari Cooper today, rest in peace. Yeah, you Two lost. Two catches for eight <laughs> I lost. friggin' yards. And Zeke Elliott, 3.3 yards a carry, like he does every week. He gets a touchdown to kind of sort of save his day. But Tony Pollard with a torn plantar I was just averages about to say, twice as yeah. many goddamn yards as Zeke Elliott. Get Zeke out of there. I'm so done with Zeke. Like, Pollard is the guy. He's got the juice. He's a much better player. But they're going to be stubborn because they gave Zeke the bag and they're just going to roll Zeke out there every single week when Pollard should be getting the lion's share of these freaking touches. Wait, Pollard you're telling did me Jerry Jones and Zeke did score a touchdown. You're telling me Jerry Jones is going to be stubborn? No, no. not him. No. Uh, yeah, Tony Pollard should be getting the 16, 17 carries and Zeke should be getting 8 to 10 and maybe some goal line work. That, that's what I'm Zeke telling you. It's the Larry Johnson, Jamal Charles corollary. It's the same, same yeah. thing. Larry Johnson was beat into the ground and Jamal Charles was waiting in the wings. This, this to me, and I'm not saying Tony Paul is going to be Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles was awesome. All right. Should but I it go reminds into, me of that. Should I go into my trade a little bit? Yes. So in our listener league, our OG listener league on, on MFL, we, we have trading open all the time. And I have a bye week this week, and I lost Hawkinson. Swift, I don't think, returns anytime soon. I would not be shocked if they shut him down with how good Reynolds is playing. And A.J. Brown, he'll probably come off the IR this week, and he'll probably play next week. But He's eligible, yeah. I traded those three, Swift, Hawkinson, and A.J. Brown, and I am the second seed, and I want to win. I'm going for it. So I traded for Barkley. I got Gallup, Brandon Cooks. And Kyle Pitts in the and on coming back to me. Now I value Pitts more than Hawkinson, so that's where that's fair. That's where the swing kind of went. And I obviously you know gave Brown for for Cooks and Gallup, but I do think Gallup leaves next year. And Cooks is playing outstanding. 
And I think if they get, uh, honestly, we'll talk about that game, but uh, Cook's played very well. And then Barkley. Barkley, I think in next year, his contract year, I think he'll play better. They'll have probably a new quarterback. We all they hope have two top ten picks. They could go out and get Watson. They could be the team. And or Russell. Barkley, Barkley. When I saw Booker in there, and then I saw Barkley. Barkley's just got so much more juice to him than Booker. It's just Booker's a see hole hit hole. Barkley's a more dance around uh, and hole, and then hope hole yeah. opens up. <laughs> yep. He, he's he's a little more patient, I, I do think. But, yeah, I mean, he needs to get more aggressive. And But, man, he, the talent's still there, and I still think he's finally coming, coming around from his injuries, which is good to see. But for me, in a team that is going for it, that is what I wanted to see. Uh, and I, that's, can you pull that trade back? No. At all? Is there any chance of that? No? I'm sorry, but I, I disagree with you. And, and this is coming from the resident Giants fan. Saquon Barkley did not look like Saquon Barkley. Yes, Doug, you made a good point. The catch was amazing. But Devontae Bar- Booker had more juice today. I watched this mm-hmm. entire game. Yep, I agree. Devontae Booker looked like the better running back. Jake Fromm, they probably should have played him it starting in the second quarter, the way Glennon was playing. <laughs> starting at the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, give Glennon a chance. Let him throw an interception or make a mistake. All right, and then all right giraffe boy. Go right yeah, fine. Like, because... It does not look good for the Giants, and they play Philly, Chicago, and Washington. I don't think the game <clears> script <throat> changes when Daniel Jones comes back. There's still, I think, wow, Galladay actually caught a ball today, and then he had this weird drop on the sideline. Like, this this is what the New York Giants are right now. I don't see them getting better this year. Tyler, I'm glad you got Kyle Pitts. That's promising. But as far as losing Swift and Hawkinson, I'm – and Brown and Brown. I don't know, man. I, I really don't. Hey, hey I mean, one. you may have looked, you could have probably looked for another target. Maybe, but I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, for me, I just, I want to win the title. Like you probably could have went out and got Leonard Fournette, but why? I mean, why not? It, 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 <laughs> why not? The, the thing is, it. though, is we go for it. I don't see Swift. Uh, Swift is a little more than Barkley, but, I mean, Hawkinson and Pitts for me. And then A.J. Brown's been so hurt, I have hardly been able to use him. Brandon Cooks is only 28. He'll be 29 next year. Gallup's going to go to a new team. He's a good player. He'll he'll be, uh, I don't know, like he to me, he's got the same athletic skills as Chris Godwin. He's just not used like that. And I, I do think that G- Gallup will get paid. Hey, maybe he goes to Jacksonville and, and beca- you know, becomes part of that offense. But... I don't know. I'm 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 very okay with the trade just because I think Kyle Pitts is better than Hawkinson in my opinion. Is that why you did it so you can get Kyle? Pitts? You get more Pitts. You're I, blinded by Pitts. That's still not, to this day with Matt Ryan throwing throwing. I tried. Him. I tried. You know, with our friend Clint, I tried to get Kittle. Take long, but he was just <laughs> for sure. He's a big Kittle fan, even though he's rebuilding. And I offered offered a bunch for Kittle. He was just holding. Holding, holding, holding. So I respect that. Hey, we'll see if it works out. Yeah. We should revisit it in a year. Set a Google reminder that we can talk about it a year from now. Hey, Gaggle. That, that, I, we're, I'm too poor to have Google, so we just get the off-brand Gaggle. 
What was that? What was it in Hot Tub Time Machine? Was it Jugal? Jugal. Jugal that <laughs> no, he makes Jugal and he no, goes back uh, to the time machine. Lugal. What was it? Lugal, Lugal. That's what it was. It was. Yeah, Lugal. he goes back and makes Lugal. All right, let's talk about the next crap box game that we had. It was the Steelers versus the Titans. There was no passing touchdowns in this game, so it was very entertaining. Um, this game low key was hard to watch. Julio Red Jones. Red Zone had it on way too much. Way too much because it was the Steelers. <laughs> Uh, Julio Jones pulls his hamstring. Surprise! Hopefully you sold Julio Jones before the season started. I traded him for a second-round pick in a league that I co-manage, and my co-manager was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I go, just trust me. Just just, just, just trust me. Um, so we got a high second-round pick back for Julio, and I'm perfectly okay with it because he's been – he hasn't done anything. <laughs> so hopefully you get out of the Julio business before the season started. Tannehill throws a pick. He did get a rushing touchdown in this one. I want to talk about Deonta Foreman. And the reason I want to talk about him is A, because he's looked pretty good. And B, B, he's showing that you can be a running back in the NFL, tear your Achilles, and come back and be successful. He's had two straight games now with 100 yards rushing. And uh, go buy Cam Akers. Uh, Go buy Cam. Get all the Cam Akers you can, because Cam Akers is a more athletic, younger player that is going to come back and very soon. Very soon, there's rumors he could come back if they make a playoff run, which I would love. And Cam Akers, to me, we all know that I love Cam Akers because of his Florida State roots. But I just think Cam Akers is a dynamic player. He may lose a little bit because of the Achilles injury in the first year. But if guys like Deonta Foreman, who's a not really super athletic running back, can come and put up back-to-back 100-yard games, Cam Akers can for sure come back. Now, for Pittsburgh, Big Ben continues to look absolutely washed. Najee Harris does nothing in this game. Terrible. Uh, Pat, Pat Fryermuth suffered a concussion. Hope he's okay. Um, Deontay Johnson, only five targets. This is the kind of game Pittsburgh had. Deontay Johnson usually gets double-digit targets. Chase Claypool has one catch. It was just Pittsburgh's offense. They won this game, and they really shouldn't have. It was the can defense I, that won this game for them. They can, were so bad. So I love Claypool, but, man, I don't know what they do because Pittsburgh fans – hate Claypool now like they won't forgive him for a very long time with that first down thing that he did mm. that like whenever he touched the ball he, they booed him he he had a couple drops you could tell yep. it was starting to get to him mentally mm-hmm. I, that is a sticky situation I know Doug we talked this offseason about Claypool and how he needs to grow up and once he does that then maybe we could see a ceiling I know we talked about how he got in a fight this summer and mm-hmm. he was part of that and he kicked somebody when he was on the ground. Claypool's kind of got that childish immature. Mentality. He's immature. I mean, what does Pittsburgh do? I I think they keep him, but hey, if, sure. if Pittsburgh can pry Watson or Rogers from Green Bay or them, maybe he is part of a package. Kind of what I've heard rumors of uh, Jerry Judy being part part of a package if you know they were to get one of these quarterbacks in a trade judy could be a part of that package so we could see some weird kind of dynasty like trades in the nfl can i bring up an interesting dynasty buy i think it's james washington he's gonna be he's gonna be i know you love james he's been one of your guys i know he's a free agent at the end of the year i can't imagine i mean he could come back to pittsburgh although he's kind of had a weird career there so far um, but I could see James Washington landing in a new spot and being a decent fantasy relevant, you know, if he's the wide receiver five on your team, um, 
And I'd give up a late pick for James Washington for someone that's just frustrated because they spent like a, you know, an early second on him in the draft that they got him in, or maybe even a first. Yeah. Um, I could see James Washington going somewhere and and being a fit for somebody's offense and doing well. He'd be so good in Atlanta right now. He'd be the wide receiver too easily and get a good amount of targets. Outside of my boy, Russ. <laughs> Man, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh. <laughs> Yes, we will get to that. James, anything on this absolute hot box of a game? No, you hit it. Harris stunk it up. Are ben you nervous about him? No. Harris? Najee. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, me I'm too. Not. I'm a not little, super nervous. Because I'm, I'm nervous about the offensive line. That, the offensive line doesn't gel. I know it's young. It's a younger offensive line. They switched out some players. But if they don't get it together, it looks bad. Um, obviously, they need a new quarterback. To stretch the field, Big Ben looked like like a hot trash fire, um, and Tennessee Tennessee was pretty much ahead in this game for the most part. And yeah, they turned the know, ball Pittsburgh, over like three times in ten plays what, or something. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh's defense won this game. Uh, four fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and an interception. That's that's what won this game, and obviously uh, Boswell's leg. But other so, than that, it was it was just a disgusting example of football and how it was supposed to be played so my worry about it is Najee is going to be 24 in in march he's so old he should probably just retire the the thing is is david johnson had a very quick up and down and it was a lot because of age now i'm not saying Najee's going to go down that same path but david johnson was the rb1 at one point he was the number one overall player at Mm -hmm. one point but Najee could go along that clear that that path because i think you know next year he'll be fine the year after that he'll be fine but once he hits 26 there's gonna be a lot of dynasty players that are like nope his value is going down i don't want and that's the thing like you got to really evaluate Najee based off of you're saying there's a small like small window that you would yeah he'll, he'll have three to four years of solid production, but once he hits that peak, I mean, out of a running back, that's all you really want in fantasy that, dynasty. I mean, nowadays. you're not, you're not wrong. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's like, you know, what would you rather have? Would you rather have Najee Harris, who's 23, or DJ Moore, that's 24? DJ Moore, DJ Moore, yeah, and you could probably get DJ Moore plus, and plus, yeah, yeah exactly, plus. exactly my point, and that's why I brought him up. Very similar in age, better experience, better, better maturity level, <laughs> um, yeah, and. Mm. As much as I like Najee Harris coming out of um, Alabama, like it's it just doesn't look like Pittsburgh's going to be putting up points week to week to week. It's I mean, and if they may, it all depends on the Ben Roethlisberger situation. The a prime example of running backs in Dynasty is is DeAndre Swift in UDPL. Doug, like we we've had Swift move teams like crazy, and it's because it seems like people know that the it's just we'll just kind of go over it. like. Memphis had Swift that he got from me and then he traded Swift for Justin Jefferson and Shane was all pumped about it and it seemed like it was a good thing. Then Shane, you know, the value of Swift dropped because of the injury Mm -hmm. and then Shane traded Swift for for lower level type play. Well, not lower levels, but lower price players than what he, you know, he traded Jefferson for. And he instantly said, I regret trading Jefferson. And it's just like, that's what you feel when you trade for a running back in dynasty high, because once it happens, like you're never getting that price. You will yeah. never get. I mean, the that's why price. we say, that's why we always say once a running back hits like the one-on-one in startups, you need to get rid of them. Yeah. 
Like, I hate to say it, and it's not it's not anything against those players. It's like, but look at Christian McCaffrey. He was the undoubtable 101, and now he's he's like the he's like the RB4, and he's probably towards the back the end. Second, mid-second round startup pick. No, I don't think he's a mid-second. I still think he's a first-round pick, but... Um, For me, he is. Well, that's fine. But there's... So there's like that... There's that, like, once he's had this elite... Once a running back scores, like... And I'm not including Jonathan Taylor, because I don't want to have that discussion. I think that's stupid. But, uh, you know, once a player's been in the league three or four years and they have that big touchdown, that big season, it's time to move on. And, yeah. And and even, you know, in two years from now, we could be having the same exact conversation about Jonathan Taylor. So We should right, be let's... having this conversation in the offseason this year about Dalvin Cook. That's fair. Oh, I mean, that's fair. I'm fine yeah. with that. And yeah. Joe Mixon. Same guys in that class. Like, yep, sure. that whole class, for sure. Yep. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Texans win this one 30 to 16. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence looked better this week with no Urban Meyer. And James Robinson, again, much like Gabe Davis, everyone's like, he's a pickup and play guy. Start him. James Robinson was that same guy. He paid off. He got you a touchdown and 75 yards rushing. Um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, do we, do we think Laquan Treadwell's found a home? <laughs> yes. Nine <laughs> targets, six catches, 57 yards. So I know James O'Shaughnessy led the team in receiving. Oh, Shag Hennessy. I had to play him this week. Hey, How great good is that? Stream, good stream. How great is that? Yeah, but but Treadwell leads the team in targets. And, you know, the last month, Treadwell's been the leading receiver three out of four weeks, and he almost was here for four straight weeks. I'm not saying, but I'm saying he was a guy that was free in leagues. And he maybe, still might be. He's not, he's not super old or anything, but he's kind of showing, like, hey, like, I'm, don't forget about me, even though he was hot garbage um maybe laquan tread lightly in dynasty tread softly i mean if you got him on your roster cool if he if he gives you anything it's a bonus because he was free uh brandon cooks though 10 targets davis mills doesn't look terrible in this game i actually think he's okay i think Um, they stick with him sure yeah i think they stick with him and hey shout out to uh tim tim keller that's his boy big mills fan yeah uh you know, Big Davis Mills, General Mills. I just think he's all about the Mills. General Mills. <laughs> Puppy it's Mills. He's all about those no. Millies when he gets paid next year. That Millie maker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's pretty much the story here is Brandon Cooks leading the way. Uh, Nico Collins is a guy that I would, I'm still interested in acquiring on the cheap. He's, he's not popping off, but he looked good last week. He only got four targets this week, but the catch me, radius is insane. His arms yeah. are so long. Nico's it's amazing. An athlete. And I kind of hope he doesn't pop off for the rest of the season because you could still pick him up. I want to get him in as a throw in an off season yeah. deal set. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I mean, I traded, I traded Garrett Price in the, uh, you know, aforementioned you traded the, Garrett Price. I traded with Garrett Price oh, okay. uh, in the aforementioned UDPL. I traded Henneke because he needed a quarterback for Nico Collins, and I was like, yes, like this is it. I, I also gave up a, a mid third, but I was not at all sad about that because I would give that all day. Yeah. Let's move on to another S box of a game. Cincinnati wins 15 to 10. And this was a very frustrating game for fantasy owners. We know Denver has a good defense. They're playing at home. So I wasn't expecting Cincinnati to pop off or anything, but I also wasn't expecting a um, uh, one catch three yard performance from Jamar chase and in a two for 23 out of T Higgins. You know, Boyd gets a long touchdown to save his day. If you started him, most people probably didn't. Yeah. Um, for Denver, Teddy Bridgewater has a scary injury. He's carted off. He uh, has a concussion. Javante Williams, again, leads the way with carries. He tied for with Melvin Gordon, but he had many more yards because he's a bad 
Uh, I can't wait for Javante. And do we think he's a, a top yes. seven, yes. six yes. or seven running back in Dynasty right now? Yes. If they don't sign Melvin Gordon, which is a very good possibility they Why would you re-sign him. Because it's Denver. That? I don't know. <laughs> You're going to need money to push for one of these quarterbacks. That's, that's true. But yeah, if he is by himself and only has, say, a Mike Boone behind him, which they still like. And like Mike Boone looked good a couple times this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if that's it, if that's the case, Javante is a top top six, seven running back. Yeah, uh, Joe Mixon has a quiet day in this one, so you probably started him. You didn't really get much. Sorry, not sorry. For Denver, I mean, outside of the the Teddy injury, at least Drew Locke was pushing it down the field a little bit. Um, but Albert Okawebunam, <laughs> yes, very good led the team in receiving along with Noah Fant. But man, Corlin Sutton, holy S. Jerry Judy, four targets, no catches. Most Corlin, overrated wide receiver in that class. Corlin Ooh. Sutton. Judy. No. Woo! Judy. We're that's a hot, that's a, Let's go. That's a hot take if I've Throw ever away. seen one. Throw go. him away. I'm Tyler's really like, go done. Jerry Judy. I am done. Really? I am done. Done? Done, done? Done, done. Why? Because wow. Drew Why? Locke couldn't because get him the ball? Because he's supposed to be the best wide receiver on the team. He gets four targets and drops all of them. No, see you later. He bye. dropped all of them? No, he are didn't you, drop Are you moving on from Cortland Sutton, too? Seven targets, two catches. I saw Cortland Sutton drop a ton. I'd rather have sure. Tim Patrick than Jerry Judy. Oh, are you going to argue with a, me on that? such a bad take. <laughs> Is it? Is it, though? Because who has produced in the past two years? I mean, with opportunity. It's hey, the same as Barrett Browning with 10 tackles. Why? Because he had high draft <laughs> capital. Good. Sell him Dynasty as much as you can. I am getting rid of Jerry Judy. Patience. And no, no, I have no man, patience. For when Jerry you Judy. have Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke as your quarterback for the past two years. Yeah. He good I'm, with Locke last year. Did he, though? I mean, Judy had what, 800 yards? In his Locke is year? so bad. Solid. Locke should have had three picks this game. I mean, Locke that, is not good. Let's be honest. He's not good. I mean, the guy has only had six receptions in in a game. That's the highest he's had all season long. He has not broken a hundred yards, no matter who the quarterback was. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Like he's not good. If Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, Jalen Hurts isn't good, but we've seen Devontae Smith didn't, be better. Didn't they have three top thirty wide receivers last year with Teddy you hate Bridgewater? Me right now. You hate me right now, D- Tyler. That. Did they not? Did they not have Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, and DJ Moore? Were top. 30 it's really cold seasons. in denver and teddy hates oh, the here cold. It comes. Here oh it maybe comes. jerry judy hates the cold too uh jerry judy's uh, getting moved next year is he gonna be so. your Devonte parker you're just gonna no, sit on him for five six years he's gonna be just fine next year and i'm gonna yeah, cook up he didn't get that there's here. some nice crows up here that i could really get you a good plate for next oh, season ship me one i will happily eat it if i am wrong but i am tim I'm patrick done with over him. jerry judy that I mean, it was a little steep. I, you know, we, I'm Italian. We like to exaggerate a little. I do like Tim Patrick, but I am, I am happy with Tim Patrick. If I had Jerry Judy, I'd sell him for Tim Patrick. I wish, I wish I was in a league with you, and And I'd be happy with those pieces. Exactly, (laughs) because then you could hold him to it. That's the best part. You could be like, hey, you said it. Are you gun shy now? Would you gun shy? (laughs) You gun shy? Change of heart? No, no, I'm not. I'll stick to it. I Jerry Judy, most overrated for the 2020. Who's in that class? Well, besides Henry Ruggs, but that didn't pay off either. Justin Jefferson's in that class. Jalen Rager. Rager. Jalen Rager. Justin Jefferson. CeeDee Lamb. He was also my wide receiver 1A in that class, so 
<laughs> oh, Judy was your one? No, Jefferson. Oh. I placed. Oh. I I even called people out and I said, T. Hey, Higgins I'll take... was in that class. Yeah, I'd rather have T. Higgins than Jerry Judy. Well, that's that's easy. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the Niners. Beating your Atlanta Falcons, Tyler, thirty-one to thirteen. Matt Ryan, they need, they have offensive line troubles. I think Ryan's actually played semi-decent based on the fact that he has no time. <laughs> um, if you started Cordero Patterson, congrats, you lost. Uh, Eleven carries <laughs> oh. for eighteen yards, two catches for five yards. It was, I mean, Patterson's been one of the gems that we found in Dynasty and redraft this year, and this week he just Andrew Luck it. It was not good. My boy Russell Gage. Now, if you listen to this podcast. Two years ago, me and my boy, Zach Kruger, shout out to Zach, were pounding the table to go pick up Russell Gage. And he leads the way with 11 targets, eight for 91 and a touchdown. He made some amazing catches in this game. Yes. I like Russell that Gage. That touchdown catch was insane. Yeah. Gage <laughs> is really another LSU receiver. Fancy that. There must no, be something he was in the a corner and he switched to receiver, which is why it's taken him a little bit. Yeah, but Russell Gage is good. Uh, Kyle Pitts, he gets some garbage time for you, and he has 77 yards on I know four why. catches. I know why. Why? Cool. This game and last game solidified why Pitts. They had these drawn-out plays, play-action plays for Pitts, and their offensive line is so atrocious that Matt Ryan sees him. He's open, but Matt Ryan can't get a throw-off in time. And that's the issue. Like Matt Ryan gets two seconds. And if it's not out, he's yeah, he is on, under duress often. He needs a cold call. I mean, we've all seen those tide commercials and Matt Ryan needs a cold call to, uh, to get a tide pot in that cold water. Yeah. Cause his Jersey is a, someone mess. get Matt Ryan an offensive I mean, line. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Someone get him an offense, get the team an offensive line. I mean, they're going to have an early of, pick of rushing. I mean, that that's, that's bad. They're going to, it's going to be an interesting draft for them because they need everything. They need a receiver. They need to figure out what is going on with Kelvin Ridley. Yeah, like, that's the big question. The, the, there's no news. That's we need to find problem. out. We need to find out. It's not only that. Like, There's no news to it. And how are you not keeping up with one of your star players who's because going through a time? Legally, they're not allowed to discuss that. Yeah, I mean, regardless. they could be talking with him every day, but they're not yes. going to divulge they that. They cannot yeah. disclose that, that that's information. That's true. Yeah, because there's there's rumors flying around. There's rumors flying around that he could be on the move next season, a change of scenery for both teams. Maybe it would help him. I, I mean, maybe him and Matt Ryan hate each other. We don't know that. Maybe that. Maybe it's. Yeah, I, I doubt. Maybe the offensive line stressing him out. Maybe Matt Ryan. I know it's stressing you out. Maybe Kelvin Ridley doesn't like cold water wash, and Matt Ryan did it once, and that's it. I absolutely hate those commercials, by the way. He but shrunk his underwear. It's to me, this team is a hot mess. There's a lot of needs. Uh, Matt Ryan's going to be the quarterback next year because they owe him a ton of money. Yeah, a bajillion dollars. <laughs> uh, but I would not be shocked if they do take his successor in the draft and let him sit a little bit. I Unless mean, they trade him in like a Carson Wensian type of deal. That's true. Or you draft Matt Coral. Then every oh. time, every time. I can't he, wait. He makes a play. We go cool. Pitts for me is going to be fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still as a tight end, super talented, but I do think the expectation got out of control. Hey, he could still hit a thousand yards, right? Sure. Hey, let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about the team that won a little bit. Jimmy Garoppolo has a super efficient game here. Doesn't really make too many mistakes. Jeff Wilson. I had to start team. him in a couple of leagues paid off. 
110 yards and a touchdown and a great matchup. Finally. Debo continues to get rushing touchdowns. Uh, he scored one. He actually got some air yardage this week. He's been getting like one or two targets a week, but he had five, four for 60. And then George Kittle, six for 93 on six targets. Um, wish they would have used him a little bit more, but George Kittle is having a great end to his season. So he's helping people win um, in their playoffs. And then Brandon Ayuk. Womp, womp, womp. Well, I think you saw AJ Terrell is low key really good. He's having a Pro Bowl year. He is yeah. Yeah. the best corner we've had since uh, Desmond Trufant. So when people were saying start Brandon Ayuk this week, I was like, no, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not saying he's a wide receiver too this week. I knew he was going to see Terrell a lot, and uh, I kind of saw this one coming. So much like I see with Terry McLaurin on Tuesday night with Darius Slay, I don't think McLaurin's going to do much of anything. So we shall see. Boys, Noted. anything on that one before we move on? Uh, Jimmy G's get moved, right? Like we can. Yeah, all... Trey Lance has got to be the guy there. Yeah, unless they win the Super Bowl or something. Like, and Jimmy G is the sole reason why they win it. Yeah, yeah, not, that's not gonna happen. How much does that no. affect the wide receivers and the running game, the game script that they're gonna have with Trey Lance? They're gonna be running it more with him. I'm assuming. I think A it affects more George RPO. Kittle. I think it affects Ayuk. I think Debo. I think, I, think they, I think they're going to center the offense more around Debo than anybody else. I, I think all other than Trey Lance, all, I think all facets will be fine except the running backs. I think we're going to overvalue Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. Which in turn, I, I think Lance is going to take at least five to eight carries from him each game. I mean, look at it like the Baltimore offense when Lamar, when it was clicking, like those running backs were still fantasy relevant. It was the wide receivers that were a little meh. But I think you're going to get weeks where an Ayuk and a Debo is going to pop. They just won't be consistent. Yeah, I think Hollywood Lance Brown. has a better arm than Jackson personally. Well, and he's a hell of a lot more accurate. So we know that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Hold on, this stupid audio. All right, so Green Bay versus Baltimore. This was an exciting game. Uh, you know, before the game, Lamar Jackson was ruled out. I said earlier, I made the move of putting Huntley in over Baker because of the COVID situation. And Huntley absolutely pops off with four total touchdowns. The offense looks good with Huntley. With Lamar, they looked freaking lost. Um, so very interesting. You know, I'm not saying Lamar is going to be replaced or anything crazy. But Huntley, we talked about it at the top. I think he's shown enough where, like, he can be efficient in the right offense. And maybe maybe he ends up being a starter somewhere next week or next, <laughs> next year. Um, very interesting. Aaron Rodgers does Aaron Rodgers things, three touchdowns, still looks like a douche. Um, you know, God, the thing the, the hair. Thing, <laughs> the bug eyes and the hair and his douchey demeanor. Like, I just can't. Um, Aaron Jones gets the bulk of touches in the backfield, which is good. I thought this was going to be an AJ Dillon game again. Dylan does get a touchdown. Aaron Jones gets a receiving touchdown. So they spread that around really nicely. MVS has a nice rebound game. Devontae quiet, even though. There's no Marlon Humphrey, no Jimmy Smith. I thought the Baltimore secondary wasn't terrible when they absolutely had every excuse to be. And then Mark Andrews, man, what a season. I he's think a man. He, he's like, you know what, Travis Kelsey, you took tight end one on the season back this week, and I'm just going to snatch it right back from you. 13 targets, 10 for 136 and two touchdowns. And then Hollywood, yeah, he might have had 14 targets, but they were like three to five yards. <laughs> it was 10 for 43. <laughs> Rondell, Rondell Moore was jealous of, of <laughs> this type of game. Yeah, that was a Jarvis Landry with Miami stat line. If you remember those, when you'd have 10 catches for 50 yards. Like, yeah, they didn't go to anybody else, really. Nope. It was Andrews it was, and Brown yep. and put it down. Bateman but, got uh, shut down. Can I tell you how sad I am? I, I said 
early offseason that Mark Andrews was being slept on like crazy because he had an off year last year. And I just, I, I mean, I traded Hawkinson for him pretty much with Dynasty Rich and UDPL early in the offseason. And man, just, I feel like I let Andrews down mm-hmm. because I just, I just didn't stick with my love. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. I was going to say, uh, from a real football standpoint, this is two weeks in a row now that the Ravens have gone for two to win the game. And when and they haven't converted on either. So in essence, they've lost both games. When the AFC playoff hunt is so tight, like, what the F are you doing? Like, tie Pick the damn the game and try and win it in overtime. Like, so puzzling. But John, John Harbaugh, get Jim Harbaugh out of your ears and just call your own calls. Uh, and, and oh, just an update. If you've started any Saints or Bucks, cool. <laughs> uh, Another yeah. gross game. They are Godwin, not doing Godwin anything. is out for the rest of the game. And Evans. Oh, of course he is. And Evans. So Evans I, I've too? officially kicked out of one league playoff. Yeah, Evans, I'm not going to win yep, now. I'm out because of Godwin being out. But you know what? I need Man. a big name from Godwin. Yeah, you, I mean, the Saints, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, Atlanta beat the Saints. I know that. So, Everybody in essence, the, Saints. This, the Falcons are better than Tampa Bay right now. They're Fournette was also seven. headed to the locker room, it looks like. Wow. Ronald Jones Ball, just had a big break. Falling apart. No, um, Fournette, Fournette was playing. I mean, Fournette just came off the field. He's fine, I believe. Ronald Jones in there now, but they can't score a touchdown. Saints have been shutting them down. Yeah, that's the uh, Tom Brady's um, kryptonite is the New Orleans Saints, apparently. So... It's like the very New York Giants. Very interesting week in fantasy football, guys. We've got five more games ahead of us in the next yep. two days. Oh, no, four more games uh, in the next now two Now, we do days. have a question. Yes. Let, let's answer this by Mike Kinney from Facebook. Yes, we do this live. When we are on every week, do we'll start live. doing it. We'll be doing it live every Sunday where we usually do. Uh, Mike Kinney from Facebook. Jimmy G going to be the quarterback. Where next year? Pitt, Washington football team, or Denver? Uh, me personally, I can't see Pittsburgh or Denver just because of the climate. They want a big, big quarterback, in my opinion, with I mean, a bigger Jimmy arm. G did play in New England. That's true, but in that style of offense, personally, I I don't think he fits. Denver, I think they want a big arm guy like John Elway. He'll have a lot to say. I think he fits perfect in Washington. He's an upgrade over Henneke, but he plays a little bit like him. I think he would fit so, in Carolina too. Yeah, I mean. They probably Carolina might not do that because he reminds them too much of what Teddy did, but I do think he's better than Teddy. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I mean, Jimmy, he's got a bigger arm, but not by too much. That's I agree. That's, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I said I agree with you, though. Washington football take, but I also want to throw in there Green Bay. Like they don't need to rely on the quarterback. They have running backs in that system. They've been waiting for Aaron Rodgers to leave that Jordan system Love, so they can. Says Tyler. Uh, yeah, no, it's Jordan, Jordan Love season. Saw, no, it's not. We've we've seen that experiment. We've also seen GMs be stubborn as crazy, and they tra- like they they're going to need to bring get- in somebody. They need some kind of journeyman. They're not just going to hand the keys over to Jordan not Love, bring in Jimmy G for a backup to start. <laughs> I mean, why not? They'll bring in like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Third team, it'd be all right. Fitzpatrick broke his hip. He's he's yeah, in the senior. He's in the senior. They'll, senior. they'll bring he's in collecting somebody, social security. They'll bring in somebody low key, and they're gonna go with Jimmy. They're bringing Loki. Yeah, Loki. <laughs> that'd be that'd be dope. 
I don't know. I, I agree with the Washington football team, yeah, whatever yeah. their their mascot's going to be next year. But I, I don't know. I don't know about Pittsburgh. I don't think I don't see them committing to something like Jimmy. Yeah, fair. I'm looking at my playoff matchup now that Godwin's out and um, toast. Oh yeah, toast. Anywho, yeah, he's got Justin Jefferson. I got Darrell Henderson, which will probably split carries with Sony Michelle. So awesome. All right. Also. Go check Fantasy Points. We will have a new code for you guys next week to sign up for the pre-orders for everything for 2022. They got a lot more coming. They're also possibly dipping into esports. So everybody that's going into that stuff, uh, yeah, check out FantasyPoints.com. And we will have a new code for you next week for your pre-orders to give you a little savings on money. And uh, yeah, Trophy Smack, of course, DHH Ring. to Go get yourself a free ring to get that trophy that you need to have. When you win the title coming up, that's you know that's that's a must. Doug, I know you probably got to ship that belt soon back to me so I can give it to somebody new. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give that thing a good wash. <laughs> I'm gonna wash it with my private parts. <laughs> like I said, Ooh. a good wash. I'm gonna put some stank on it. And uh, yeah, it it's always fun to have a, a, it's a beautiful belt. Leagues. It is. And uh, they got custom belts that are sweet. They've shown a couple new ones that they've customized. And yeah, I mean, Doug, take it away. Yeah, man. Uh, best of luck if you made it to the, through to the next round. Hopefully next week won't be as crazy as it was this week. But here's a, here's a fun look ahead. It will be. Uh, so <laughs> it's a war of attrition out there. So thank you for joining us this week. Make sure you go on to Apple iTunes. Leave a review. And, uh, you know, let us know you like what you don't like. We're open to changing things up a little bit. Tyler likes to change the show every week almost. So, you know, he's open He's open to new yep. ideas. Yeah. Um, but for me, I've been your host, Doug Eddie. You can find me on Twitter at The Fantasy Father. You can find James at FF underscore chef. And, of course, the main S-stain, Tyler Gunther <laughs> at DHH underscore Tyler. That is a pleasantry to be called that, my friend. It is You're a number compliment. one. You're number one in my book, yes, Tyler. It is, it is a compliment, and you should see it as such. And don't be salty. But can I get a shirt? <laughs> sure uh but most importantly happy holidays i want everyone to have a, a safe healthy great holiday with friends family whoever you spend it with hopefully you get all the things that you asked for and uh and you know including some championships in fantasy football but that's the most important thing be happy be healthy we'll see you next time on the dynasty happy hour <laughs>